Oh, goodness me. Right. right. Ready? Where's the Reddit gone? There we go. Right. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. This is... is this 41. F- oh, God. Right. All right. Three, two, one. What's going on, people? Welcome back to the Incompatibles episode 41. Come on, man. Prime numbers. We get this. But yeah, man. We're back. It's been a long time since I've seen you, you know? Last week, is it? It's bit. It feels like a long time. <laughs> I can't lie, but yeah, people. Um, I've come literally straight from work. Come on, man. The grind don't stop. Tell them again, bro. The grind does not stop. It's it's exhausting, but come on, man. We'll go give you content to keep to keep you content. I like what you did there. Come on, man. I come like on, what man. you did there. Can tell I used to write. Anyway, people. Before we start, make sure to like, subscribe, follow all social media. Uh, and go make sure you go follow the Spotify as well Rate us 5 stars And if you do rate us 5 stars And you can send us proof Then I will transfer you 16p Do you know what man It compounds over time Hey listen bro just Every, every penny counts man Yeah Cost yeah, of man. living crisis We've only just got the recession man Every penny counts But yeah Rishi Sunak <laughs> I'm <laughs> on to you let's, bro let's not, go, let's not talk about him But yeah anyway Guys I don't know what we're recording today. Uh, Mawad said he has a video planned. Um, so I, I'm i in the dark about this. Do you want to tell us what we're going to be doing today? Of course, bro. What do you think? What do I think? Uh, there's a certain place on the internet that I genuinely just find fascinating. <laughs> oh, God, we're going back. Okay. Back on Reddit, boys. <laughs> do you know what? Because of the last time, that's good. Let's I'm just go back. Getting, I'm okay, ready cool. For I'm with today, this. Man. It's, it's a little juicy pause. Oh, boy. <laughs> yo, we got some serious, serious things to cover today, man. Under the Birdman hand rub as well. That's and that was extra. Oh, bro. Should we get right into it? Actually, before we get into this, yeah. Okay. Guys, I want to say thank you and I, we appreciate the support. Keep running everything up. Mm. Um, in terms of collaborations, we are doing more of that, as yep. you've seen since the start of the year. We're two weeks into the new year. Yeah. Just over two weeks. Yeah. We've had two collabs. Bear in mind, we post once a week. Two for two. There you go. So yeah, we'll keep that coming, all the good stuff. And from time to time, we'll have a little discussion, me and the, the boy here. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy that. I swear to God, if you don't, I'll, I might as well just... We might as well just put this podcast for sale. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> the people love it when it's just us two, man. Yeah, tell me about it, man. But yeah, let's get right into this. Of course. What type of Reddits are we reacting to today? Oh, just wait and find out, man. Oh, oh God, okay. It's a surprise. Yeah, so first one, we've got husband can't, com- can't comfort me. Okay. And it goes in saying that other people's husbands good at comforting. Straight from the bat, I just, I'm looking at this, it's like, yo, the grass is green in either side situation. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Like my emergency contact isn't my husband. I feel like in that case of an emergency, I don't know if I would trust him to come through and post emergency. I don't Wait. know if he would be able Wait, to give nah. me the support. No, let, me, let, me stop you, let me stop you right there. <laughs> As, your emergency contact isn't your husband. Bro. 
It's a cruel world out here, man. That's crazy. Wait, hold up. So, of all the people in the world you trust most to like be there for you in your time of need, it's not the person that you've. Wow. <sighs> There's more to this, yeah. So it goes. Today, I experienced an Islamophobic incident and I was shocked. So he called me and just kept asking for details instead of offering any words of comfort. No, it's okay. It's okay. You're safe. Or Allah honors you with your hijab. Don't worry about any anyone else. Instead, just. Oh, that's bad. So he's responded, Oh, that's bad. I know some men are problem solvers, but it's not it's not like he offered me any advice. I don't know, man. I'm just really struggling to find positives in him lately. How do other women Wow, okay, wait. That, that, that went from that went from about sixty to hundred real quick. Bro. She said that she's find nothing right with him recently. <laughs> that's okay, that's that's a little bit deeper. So that's, yeah, that's when you got to look at the marriage and be like, yo, is this really working? So, fantasy world, yeah? Fantasy majorical, I, I, my favourite place. You're married, your wife goes through an Islamophobic incident, uh-huh. and she calls you. Uh-huh. What's your response? Um, My response would be, where are you? And I'm coming to get you. That would be my response, first of all. Yeah. So now she's saying that her husband hasn't given her any sort of comfort. He's asking about the description of the and the details of what's happened, and it's like he's like, "Oh, that's bad." Oh, that's bad is meant. <laughs> but to be honest, bro, I, I'll be real, yeah. So do you know a while back when we said men? tend to want to solve problems but it's not your job to really do it yeah but it's also your job to do at the same time Uh that goes back to women not knowing what they really want do you get what i mean so explain here in this scenario i don't know what this guy is meant to do so he gives her the comfort and the support i i understand that i would probably do that I would give her the support and ask her. Well, her, okay? well, her complaint is that, that he's not he's, he's not, not giving her comfort. But this is the thing: he's not talking out of an emotional mind state. He's trying to solve the problem. And like we always say, guys, you're not meant to solve the problem. You're just meant to sit there and listen and understand that she's emotional right now, and that's how it is. I get you, but. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. I, I really do. But bro, man just said, oh, what happened? And said, oh, that's bad. What else I is get... he going to say? <sighs> I don't, like, I'm going to say, oh, don't worry. You're, you're, you're safe now. But, bro, other than that, what can you really do? I guess you just got to be there for her. Like you, like yeah, really, just be there for her. My, my man's trying to solve the problem here, yo. What's this guy's description? That's not even trying to solve the problem. That's <laughs> just, that's just asking for details. <laughs> I'm just like that's just being an inspector, uh, bro. T- to be honest, should we re- should we look at the comments? Oh uh, yeah, go on, please. Let's I want to I want to hear what they're saying. The comments, bro. If it why does it not let me look at the comments, bro? Let me read the comments, man. <laughs> oh, there we go. 
Someone's replied, my husband is not very good at comforting either, but after lots of communication, he's getting better at it. Definitely have a very open conversation. Men tend to be problem solvers, but women tend to just want their emotions validated and some physical and verbal affirmations. So I've just said that, but when That's I say true. it, it's a problem. <laughs> Do you get me? <laughs> yeah. I think maybe it's the way you come across the, the sort of the, the, the female viewers. Um, tend to react neg negatively to it so she carries on saying tell him exactly what you said here that after you told him you experienced this incident you want to you wanted to hear what you wrote and not oh that's bad then inshallah <laughs> the next time something happens you need to comfort he'll think back and hopefully not repeat the same mistake guys oh, some of yous need some serious wd-40 you lot are stiff man <laughs> That is terrible. How is he going to just reply? That's bad. That's bad is the most stiff response I think I've bro, ever heard. Then I hear it, bro. I hear it. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm just going to say, look, you're, pretty, you're, you're all good now. Don't worry about it. He's just, he'll get punished in the day of judgment. Screw him. He's just some random industry. Who cares about him? Yeah. Give us some validation. Deep down, you're like, this, this just isn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yo, Islamophobia, not it shouldn't exist. Racism shouldn't exist. But, bro, we live in the real world. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. No, nah, uh, actually, one sec, one sec, one sec. All right, go on. I'll let you land. I want... So, what's the worst case scenario? So, how would you react in this instance? After you've picked her up, what are you doing then? Huh? What are you doing after you've picked her up after this incident? I'm taking her home and, you know, calming her down. How are you going to do that? Talk to her. Okay, so... Pause. Major pause. Role play it. Wow. All right, okay. so I'm your wife. You're my wife? Yeah. Oh, you wish. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so are we, do are we, do are we right, doing so it from the scene so or yeah, uh, so now that we've no, come so back you're home? Driving, driving me home now. Oh, oh, I'm driving you home? Yeah. Okay. Right. You don't need to do that. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. That, that, would, that would just be my flow. All right. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Guys, you've never seen this before. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I'm scared. <laughs> right. Bella, I can't believe that's happened to me. Why do I sound brummy? <laughs> Right, right, sorry. I've got to get in character for this. Okay. But like, I can't believe that's happened to me. This guy just called me a jihadi and I can't believe it. I'm so distraught. Help me. You sound Evertonian. Um, oh, listen, darling, let's just get home. Let's get away from this place. Then we'll talk about it properly there. No, but you don't understand. Like, he's just violated me in public. Listen, that guy, he... he he, he's a nobody, okay? No, but like, I don't care. That's not something that you should say in public. Okay, why are you Scouse, though? Why are you Scouse? That, that's not Scouse. I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> okay. Um, Furthermore, that's not the topic. Okay. We need to be getting this guy because he's literally just violated me in public. Okay, so say you get to this guy. What do you want to do to him? Then? I don't know. That's your job. Oh, so it's my job. What do you want me to do to him? I then? don't know. That's your job to find out what you need to do to him. 
Okay, okay, darling. What would you like me to do to him? No, I can't answer that because I don't know. But you need to solve the problem. But okay, at the same so time, not solve it. Oh, okay. So you want me to find this said person somehow. And then when you want me to find him, you then just want me to do whatever. Please, can you be a little bit, just a little no, bit No, don't fight him, of course. I don't want people to get hurt. But you need to solve the problem. I don't know how I feel right now. I'm just, I'm not in the mood. Can we go to Mackey's and get a McFlurry, please? I stuck for a lot. No. McFlurry's halal. Oh, McFlurry. Yeah. I still don't want to, I still don't want to give them money. That was pretty good, didn't it? Yo, why do you turn into a flipping to Toxteth, babes? That <laughs> was not Scouse, mate. That, that was, that was Scouse. No, it's not. What you on about? Okay, do you know what? Right, that's it. <laughs> that's it, guys. That's why we don't act. That's why we don't roleplay. <laughs> Yo, that's mad, bro. That's that's mad, bro. That's mad. Oh, let's that. move on, please. Right. Moving on, guys, because I've had enough of this. Swiftly moving on. Right. Fantastic. Oh. What a segue. Oh God. Now the, the the roles reversed. <laughs> oh please no! Starting to dislike my sensitive wife. Throw away account because I want to stay anonymous. Of course. <laughs> my wife is destroying my mental health. If my wife saw this post, she would probably cry for hours. But I need to get this off my chest. I'm 21 and I got married a year ago. My wife has gone through some things in the past, but I won't go into detail other than I know she's. She has been essayed. Oh, when she was younger. I know this. Oh, okay. When we got married, and I understand it, must have been hard for her. And, that's, and that has made her very sensitive and always in need of reassurance. But okay. it's really starting to annoy me. She's, she'd cry or, or get upset over the smallest things. I say something slightly controversial. She cries. I come home from work and I don't want to cuddle. Or whatever, she cries, she randomly wakes up in the middle of the night and wants attention. Yesterday, she woke me up. I got angry. I told her she's a burden on me. She starts crying. I don't know what to do with this girl anymore. You might think I'm being cold, but I don't think that's the issue here. Can anyone get give me some advice? Wow. Okay. That is loaded. Um, Pause. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, let's go. I don't know what to say to him. Um, he obviously must like really love her to put up with all of that. Well, then, then again, bro, this is what he signed up for. Yeah, but you know what? Before marriage, he must have had an indication that something like this would have been, but not really to that extent, though. I guess, but. He must have had some indication that she would have been very, I was going to say fragile, then that's not the right word to use. I guess sensitive, yeah. yeah. So I guess he he should have known what he was like what, getting the, himself into. Read the red flags before he, yeah, he decided man. to get married. Yeah, because you can't really complain once you're in if you saw the signs from early. No, that's the thing. A lot of people uh, just throw out the window because when your emotions are intact and there, you know, all your logic's out the window. Yeah. Furthermore, man. the guy's 21. He's younger than me and you. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He's 21. Yeah. Like, guys, this is why we say 
marriage. I don't think there's a time scale in terms for for men especially. Yeah, mm. when you feel like you're immature, and you meet a woman, and all of that goes out the window, and you forget about everything that you lack in life, emotional intelligence is one of them. Mm. When you have a sensitive wife, and I'll be honest, man, I'd rather have a sensitive wife than a bossy wife. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Because at least she's still playing in her gender role. And we'll probably get attacked for that one too. Yeah. But um, you get you get the gist here. Emotional intelligence is a very, very important trait that men and women need to have. Being intact with your emotions, knowing when to show your emotions and not and when not to mm. it gets you a long way and in times like this brother this is just from an outside point of view i'm gonna be fair here firm but fair yeah yeah a lot of it is your fault yeah a lot of it is this guy's fault yeah because yeah. go on at the end of the day you signed up for this yeah and on top of that you're meant to be leading the household it's not just about what you financially provide. Yeah. It's about the emotional side of things as 100%, well. 100%, yeah. You need to be able to cater to your wife in a way that you are gentle. And that she feels comfortable at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. If she's crying over little things, it's that is kind of an indication to me that, yes, she may be sensitive, but you need to do better in comforting. Yeah, I agree. Like, be just be gentle, bro. Okay. Yeah, so when you've got an emotional wife, you've got to take the responsibility and the initiative to, to, to communicate. Mm. And going from her past, you need to be extra careful here because now you can't really undo that without being just. Nah. If you're going to divorce a wife that's in need of you, then you're just a low scumbag. Because yeah. it's not, There I, has to be reason for... Yeah, and that's why we... I don't want to say advocate or tell men to, to delay it, to delay getting married, because that's, that's dependent on the individual. Yeah. But emotional intelligence does come with age. It does... I'd say it comes with experience yeah. rather than age. They can go hand in hand sometimes, yeah. but... Yeah. Likelihood is, bro, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, true. So, guys, if you're not ready for marriage, bro, don't force it, man. Mm. Don't force it. It's it's a tough one to swallow, bro. Pause. <laughs> um, yeah, adding on to that, you just make sure when you do finally commit to that person that you are 100% like decided that this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with because that's a big it's a big decision I, I think we said before we discussed it that it's probably the biggest decision you'll make in your life do so you know yeah. what it is bro I also want to add into this people have a false narrative of what marriage is I feel like they everyone just thinks it's like the movies kind of thing you get me yeah the whole like honeymoon yeah, period yeah honeymoon just period what goes on for the nice, whole life nice beautiful yeah. stuff like yo romance and the love factor should always be there but realistically it's, it's not the way it's perceived mm. you're gonna have hardships like this brother here and other things and if you're not willing to take on that 
too, bro, you're missing out on 80% of the reality of marriage. Yeah. It's not meant to be easy because it's two different human beings being yeah. in one house. You won't think the same way on exactly, everything. Yeah. You're not the same person. Think about even sharing your personal space with this person for the rest of your life. Like, bro, Facts. I don't like sharing my personal space with my own siblings or anything. Imagine <laughs> having somebody there with you day in, day out for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're sharing a bed with somebody, bro. So that fallacy is out the window. The moment, you know, you're trying to get changed and you're nudging into each other. Yeah. That th I'm talking that type of personal space is be being invaded. You get me? Yeah. She, she's using the shower and you have to wait 20 minutes uh, yeah. to use it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yo, it's not, <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Nah, it's not. So we can only talk from a man's point of view and a man's perspective. There's so many things you should experience as a man before you get married or not even experience, but have an answer to. Yeah, yeah, that I agree with. If you're somebody that's got a, a very short temper, mm. how would you react when things get big or starting to get rocky? How would you react then? How Good would point, you react yeah. on having everything to pay for? Stuff like that, man. You yeah, need to answer right, yeah. all of these questions. Anything you want to add on? No, I think we've hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, man. Brother, uh, what I would say is communicate with your wife. Tell her how you feel and be nice about it. Yeah. Th thoughts and prayers to everyone involved. That's just, yeah. yeah. Right. Next one. Go on. Hit me. So, how long would you handle a talking stage for? Or what's the the bracket here? The time frame? As in getting to know someone for marriage? Yeah, so someone said here, Ooh. if you got close to someone for for eight months and texted daily with the intention of a nikah, but curveballs happen and now you have to wait a, a year, would you still keep the same amount of texting daily, 300 to 400 messages a day? Bro? Absolutely <laughs> not. Are you crazy? <laughs> or do weekly check-ins till the nikah gets finalised? I brought up this idea to this girl. I was talking to and it didn't go well. My reasoning was we are already so close and texting this much for another year is hard. It may lead to idle talk. Idle talk. Oh, just yeah, like pointless just, talking, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I already hit the limit on how much I would know about her without living with each other and vice versa. I'm wondering how to find a middle ground while being empathetic since I am busier now as well. I also, I already met her dad. That's oh wow me. okay and you're all waiting that, a year yeah. after meeting her dad. all that's left is meeting my parents and going from there so what's the hold up i'm going to assume that something's happened and he can't get married yeah right now so put it in your perspective say you me and you're talking to a girl how would you go about this first i've got to imagine myself talking to a girl um <laughs> That's the biggest part. Um, damn, eight months. Yeah. And then what? He said that he's, he's going to have to wait a year to get married. Yeah. Did he say? That's crazy. So let me summarize it for you. So yeah, this guy's on, been sorry. speaking to a girl for eight months. They share about 300 to 400 texts a day. Something's just happened. Now they have to 
wait another year to get married. Uh, he's already met her dad. He's just waited on his parents to meet her. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what I wonder why the reason that she hasn't met his parents. That would, that would be great to know. Um, my simple answer would be, if 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 you've been speaking for eight months and you're not sure that this person is right for you, then that person's not right for you. Is that, Just me personally. Is, is that your personal opinion? Yeah. Eight months. Yeah. That's but, a long time, bro. When you think about. Like eight months compared to the rest of your life, bro. That you're gonna spend with someone. As the talking, it's a bro, long time, man. No, but getting to know someone, talking every day for eight months. I think you a, should know by then if that's the person you want to marry. I think there's many things that are wrong with this. That yeah, there is a lot wrong with this. Uh, I think. Let's go to the time period of eight months. I understand it takes a while to get to know people. Eight months doesn't seem that long, but it should Listen, get, you in, should get a clear indication. Or in someone's. eight months' time, I could probably get her credit card details. Eight months. But then again, eight months, bro. You're not together. You're not living with each other and all of that. So there's a lot of things you won't know. Yeah, but if in eight months' time, if you're speaking every day to someone, yeah. I'd, I'd be pretty sure that you, you know, have the intention clear, of... Yeah. yeah. But I, I would say he's messed up on the texting bit, bro. The 300 to 400 texts a day. Bro, 300 texts a day for eight months straight. That's much, bro. I'm not going to try doing the maths in my head right now because I'm too tired, but that's a lot. Uh, bro, I don't know what he's been doing in life to get that sort of time. Uh, yeah. Trust me. Yo, firstly, I want to say to the band um, or the guys watching this, ideally, bro, you want to minimise texting. Because what it essentially is, bro, like we have all we've discussed this previously, the most valuable thing is your time. And when you're giving out your time like that, bro, she's she's already gained the most valuable thing you've got. My advice would be, my advice would be for people who like do do that, <laughs> do do that. Um, 300 to 400 texts a day, that is so unnecessary. I think you can completely eradicate that by simply just like a 10 15 minute phone call or facetime uh, like near the end of the day oh bro like just make it a brief conversation man yeah just a summary how you doing i did this whatever what you doing you know are you the type to talk to somebody every day if you're talking to them not really i'll yeah let me not say that yes yes and no I will. I'll make sure to give them at least one message a day yeah. because I'm very busy during. You know this about yeah. me. I'm very busy during the during the day. So I'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I was busy today. How are you?" And I'll, you know, just check up. Yeah, yeah, a check up basically. Yeah. See, I'm a bit. I'm a bit harsh on it. Okay. Like. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I I don't see the point in checking on you every day, but but then again, it depends on who who this person is, how long I've been talking to them for. It depends how yeah, it definitely yeah. depends how comfortable but, you but are. For with the each most other. part, bro, I try and minimize contact on text. Yeah, me too. Uh, do you know I've I've done that more recently as well. To be fair, 
yeah. because like even even the way we are as well like we used to talk pretty much every day on text but now we both understand that we both live our own yeah, separate yeah, lives as well different lives man <sighs> part of it for me is because i'm not taking anyone serious in it so i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even texting yeah i'm not even fair, i'm so not yeah. in the dms bro i'm not out there yeah. i just kind of keep myself to myself bro oh god i'm I'm waiting for the comments for this clip. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. Probably get let's see if anyone claims yeah from somebody from seven years ago. Oh boy, I hate those ones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, let's move on to the next. one. Actually, there was one before we get into the next one in here. There was one I read. I think the other day. Okay. So, it's a guy who is around our age. Okay. Very well off. Oh, okay. It makes about a million pound a year. Wow. So he's in the age now where he's looking to get married because he can afford it. He's got the capability to do it. But ever since he started to talk to women and they find out how much he earns, he's getting a lot more interest from women. And okay. And he, he doesn't like that because he can't differentiate who's really there for him or who's there for his wealth. Ah, I see. Okay. So... This might be a very, very, like, very small percentage of people out there, but we're going to do this anyway. Mm-hmm. Say you was making a million pounds a year okay. and you're trying to get to know women for marriage. How would you go about this? How would you protect yourself from gold diggers? <laughs> the advice I'm going to give is the complete opposite of what I'm doing right now is... I would not float my wealth. I would not talk about it. Yeah. I, I say all this while wearing an off-white sweater, but yeah. That's not wealthy, bro. <laughs> now we're going to get hate for that. <laughs> no, but it's it's flaunting. Yeah, I like guess. just stunting your money. I would say the same thing. If I Obviously, the topic of finances is going to show up. Mm. I would say I'm on like a, I wouldn't say minimum wage salary, but I would say. No, you're not on minimum I'll wage. Always, you just work I'll just say I'll just say I'm well off. Yeah, like I, I, I'm comfy. I want to dictate how much I'm making. Just, just, just hit. Just say this line: "I do well." Yeah. Whenever, just, whenever she asks about she, finances, if she asks for numbers, bro, I'll be honest. That's your declaration to leave from yeah, there. Yeah, she's asking it. for specific numbers. But if, say you like on, and she's talking about specific numbers, I'll just. Yeah, if I a woman's asking for 30, specific numbers of how much you earn a year, yeah, that's that, a red that's flag. A, that's a clear. That's indication. a red flag. Yeah, that's a clear indication. It's a clear indication for you. If you just say, oh, I, I do well for myself, then she should just move on and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. If she's then digging more into it, then you're going to be like, then that's when you go put your radars up. Right. Another piece of advice is make sure that you make a wait to know kind of way. Do you know okay. I mean? if, if you really like this girl and you don't want to tell her how much you make per, per year, mm-hmm. I would say make a wait give her a narrative that you're doing well but like you can maybe say 30 40 grand that's still well yeah in today's standard of definitely yeah of the uk's above average gp what is it gpd gdp oh my god or whatever the oh hell god. it is yeah per capita <laughs> nonsense yeah our economics teacher won't be oh god he is gonna be yeah, oh, he's gonna be, be pulling his hair out but yeah i would say Tell her a false salary and just make her wait. 
to find out how much you really earn because at the end of the day, but it's a win-win situation. Yeah, if if she's only seeing you with the notion that, oh, you have money, then... You don't really want She's person. not the right person for you. Yeah. Find find someone who wants you for you. What do you think of gold diggers, bro? What do I think of gold diggers? Yeah. Um. What precisely about them? I don't know, man. Like, it, it's... <laughs> What, just my general opinion of gold diggers? What do you think gold diggers are the equivalent of in terms of men? Um, yes men. You know, you know the, like, the celebrities yeah. who yeah. have the yes men around them? Yeah. For me, same and same. Similarities between I see, them. I've seen a question saying, is it, is it rude to call a Muslim woman a gold digger? What for? So, do you know how the narrative of when a Muslim woman would ask for a high mahr? Oh, oh. Could you call her a gold digger for that? Oh. That's controversial. I like this. Let's go. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, sugar. Um, is it controversial to call her a gold digger? Yeah. Do you know what? In a way, no, because it is it is her Islamic right to ask for whatever amount. However, I can always like you like we've said before. I can always say no. Yeah, gold digger. I don't know personally. Do you know how I see it? Right. Like we said, it may be her right, mm. but at the end of the day, bro, you've got to propose for that discussion to even be had. If a girl's known to be a gold digger, it kind of puts herself in a bad situation. But you can also look at it this way. The reason she's asking high prices is she, she just don't rate you. That's, that's a that's a crazy thing to do in my head, but yeah, it does happen. So I'd also, I'd, I'd always take it with, the, with a pinch of salt if a girl asked me for a high mark bro I'll just be like you know what she don't rate me because and like, I'll just take take the, take it on the chin move on because then like crazily enough we get, we're getting back to economics then if she's asking for a high mark then she's you know yeah. higher prices lower lower demand like that's 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 a crazy thing to it's kind of just shooting herself in the foot to be honest bro yeah comments what, what do you think is that gold dinging or not dinging <laughs> Is it gold digging? Is it gold digging? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm in charge of the clips. Is that gold digging going nah, on? Nah, yo, you can't do that, bro. I'm in charge of the clips. Comments. Is that gold digging going on? Oh, my God. There we go. So now I'm going to use that bro. bit. I'm going to use that bit now. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's move on, bro. <laughs> right. Can a husband ever show too much love to his wife? So... This one's just asked, can a husband love or show too much affection to his wife? Can it ever be to the point where this wife thinks the husband is a creep or weird for expressing his affection and love for her wife, for his wife? What the stupid grammar there, bro, what the hell? So interestingly enough, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, shout out to Joe Budden, and Melissa Ford was talking about a term called love bombing. It's where a man will express a lot of interest towards a woman and, you know, I guess sort of overdo it. 
yeah yeah in a way and show a lot of affection a lot of attention um to a woman in the start so she has this sort of false hope that oh this is what he's like all the time and like oh my god yeah this guy and then over time it just gradually decreases and sort of like goes back to normal apparently that's called love bombing and uh apparently it's a toxic trait for men you see with us men bro yeah it goes back to (laughs) do you believe a woman could love a man unconditionally um no i think a woman's love is always conditional yeah i think a man could love a woman unconditionally Um, i think you genuinely could you can love a woman that's probably cheated on you i'd have a very tough time thinking of you you, you'd be hurt but you'd still probably love her i don't know if i could me, me personally, I don't, I don't know if I could. I don't know like, there is some people out there who there's can. There's men out there that would generally probably still love a woman that, that's cheated on him. Oh, yeah, I agree him. with that. I think it goes back to that narrative. Men do generally love unconditionally. But that, that's very... But you get that once in your life, bro. Yeah. So I think it's a woman's job also to, to make sure that that man loves her unconditionally. Because men love unconditionally once in their life and once it's used up he will never love you the same way he loved that woman i'll be straight honest with you sounds like you took it from experience nah i've never had that experience but Mm. normal this is facts now bro Mm. he can love numerous women but he'll never love unconditionally to to that point so you're saying that You've got four wives, but there's there's there's, there's that one. There's always one that's there's gone, that one. Yeah. But that's why that narrative of four wives it's very risky for a man as well, because there's conditions that you you'd have to love them equally. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough, bro. That's tough. That's that's nigh on impossible. Because I I don't think you should. There's also you you have to be in control of your emotions, right? But. How can you control how much you love somebody? You can't. It's hard, isn't it? You can't. You can't control that emotion. You 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 literally can't. Yeah. So when I look at that, I'm just like, yo, that four wives thing is risky, and I think men don't include that in. You you got you got have, <laughs> you got have one wife in every chamber of your heart. Yeah. So, <laughs> bro, that that's tough. And if you are unjust, bro, you'll get asked about in the day of judgment. Yeah, I I ain't trying to have that. The reason why I don't go to paradise, bro. Yeah, because you can't. Do you know how difficult it is to give each woman twenty five percent of your heart? That's that's it's hard. That's 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 very hard. That's that's tough, bro. Yeah, definitely. But going back to this point. Oh, I, sorry. Yeah, we yeah, sidetracked we on that. Side we, yeah, mad. We're still related. Can a can a husband ever show too much love for his wife? Yes, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there, there, the, there is a possibility of overdoing it. I think it. in a narrative of relationships, a woman is is hard because it goes back against the unconditional love thing. Mm. But I think a woman needs to love a man more than a man loves a woman. But our unconditional love is shown in a different way to yeah. what what women perceive it. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think for a relationship to work. A woman needs to love a man more, or if not, chase the man more in a marriage. In I, in in marriage, yeah. yeah in in yeah, marriage, I agree a with woman that. needs to chase 
a man more. A man's job is to, if you, listen, guys, if you're ever going to be chasing, it's always at the start. Yeah. That's it. But even that, I still don't think that you should be chasing to that level. There's two things in life I think that are not worth chasing. Death and women. What? Sorry? Death and women. Oh, death. If you, ch- if you chase death, you'll get it. You get me? But you don't want to be dead. I hope not anyway. And women, if you chase them, bro, they'll run away, bro. Yeah. There's two things that you should let come to you. That's what I believe. Yeah, definitely. So. Just got to let it happen naturally, yeah. I guess, yeah. Can a, can a husband ever show too much love for his wife? It depends what time. I, I don't think so, personally. I think. You don't? No. I feel like if you're my wife, that's a privilege, bro. And you can't judge me on the way I love you. And if I treat you too nice, you better not take that for granted. Oh, you know they will. If they do, it's out the door. Because you see that that love, that my time, that's precious to me. And if I'm giving it to somebody, you better damn respect it. And if you, if you feel like I'm loving you too much, all right, you can leave. I won't give you any of that love. And I what is an example of loving someone too much, though? Uh, see, I don't know. I, I don't know what... Is, is it like a, every Birkin bag in a different colour type of stuff? But that's materialistic. So it's got to be like actions. If, if my love is shown through materialism, bro, that's not love. Yeah, that's transactional. Yeah, I hear it. I understand that marriage is an exchange of values, but what other value do am I giving you? Other than like my my heart is the biggest asset that I got. Yeah, your 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 affection, your time. Yeah, because I'm, with with your heart, you're getting my time, my assets, my last name. If you want to take it, yeah, you've got my kids. You have everything that I've ever got in this world. Mm. And for you to say that I'm loving you too much, that's like a slap to the face for me, bro, personally. Yeah. So if my wife said to me that you love me too much, bro, she she's done. She's finished. I would love to know if, like, women agree with the whole love bombing concept. I think it from uh, the... Women, women, I'm going to ask this question. Is it possible for a man to love you too much? I think it it, it depends on the, on who it is as well, isn't it? That, I think that's... Oh, what yeah, if saying. it comes from the wrong person. Yeah, from the wrong person, it's peak... Then, yeah. then it's then it's classified as weird and that. Yeah, but I've, it's it's a hard one. Man. Actually, no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Move on. Move on. Right, next one. How to bring up prenup? Oh God, here we go. Not so, again. <laughs> he goes, "Hi, I'm 26M, getting married this summer. Inshallah. Inshallah. I want to bring up a prenup and agreement with my." F- fiance and her family but have no idea how to approach the subject mm. i did not want to come off as rude or give the idea that i'm judging them her family are lovely and i think they would be offended if i was to bring this up they assume i have negative thoughts and intentions our future house which i have purchased has been acquired by my family trust me neither of us own it ah okay and i'm yet to tell them it's none of their business my fiance knows this as i've informed her she does not need to know the facts of mortgage rent costs into this yeah how can i bring this subject up without offending anyone i don't think you can for a short answer to be honest with you there's always going to be some judgment i guess uh, from a woman and her family if 
the guy is bringing up the idea of prenup. I'll be honest, bro. This scenario is a bit different because it's a trust, bro. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of that's like a, that's your whole family's yeah, what's being inherited to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a direct inherit. Like, I can't even tell somebody to to take that off me. Mm. I can't give it away. It's a family thing. Yeah. So if I was to give it to somebody, you know, I'll I wouldn't. I don't know how that would sit with me. Yeah. No. And especially if you know, God forbid, you you do get divorced, then that's half of it gone. Not even. It might be the full thing. Well, in in some occasions. And on top yeah, of that, it's not even your house. It's your parents that've given it to you. So. Personally, I would explain the situation and why I would do it. Yeah. I'll tell her, look, I want a prenup on this asset specifically uh-huh. because this asset is valuable to me and I can't guarantee what happens later on. Yeah. I will still take on my vow till the day I, let, I die. Well, I hope you do, brother, because... Yeah. Or you could just compromise. So, say, that particular house is it's off limits is off limits just make i don't know you, you could even make a promise to her going forward that oh i'll invest in another house and which will be to you, you know yeah for you yeah so there's 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 ways to there's ways to go about it i guess but the way you propose it is the most important it's how part. you say it yeah guys when i when i annoy most people in the comments it's not about <laughs> what i say it's how i say it yeah facts so when you're doing it with your significant other, you've got to be a nicer person than me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Look, the prenup thing, yeah. It's a, it's a toxic conversation. Yeah. What I find outrageous is when man them have nothing and claim to get prenup in it. I've been I've been a culprit of this before, but <laughs> I know that I'm gonna be a rich guy. I know I'm gonna Inshallah. be a wealthy man. Yeah. I mean. And that's why I'd also say, you know, when, when I'm there, I, I'll I'll have to get a prenup, because I we live in a day and age, but sadly to say, yo, you can't trust nobody. Yeah. And, and time, time. A lot of people don't have the most purest intentions. Yeah, and people's opinions and feelings change. Like we said, women love conditionally. Someday, you might have to risk everything that you ever own on somebody's feelings towards you. Yeah. And not everything is in your control. She might be going through a rough patch that's getting inflicted onto you. Mm. But you'll get damaged for it. So that's the world we live in, bro. And I'm not going to sit here and blame all the women for it. Hell no. No, not all of them anyway. Some things, we men do it to ourselves, but there's also some horrid women out there. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Unfortunately. Do you know what is, bro? Go on. We live in a world now where we we can't have a preference, you know. Oh no. If we if we have a preference, oh god forbid. Yeah. Like toxic, racist, flipping whatever. Misogynist. Yeah. And I feel like most men suffer from this and I I don't know how how it's come to this point. I also I'm disgusted by society. I feel like you you can't just force to shut up. And if I can't have my own preference, bro, what what can I have? 
if I if I want to have a personal opinion on how my significant other is gonna be or want it to be, mm. but women are saying, "Oh no, don't judge by the past," or "This isn't your business. How about you focus on you first? I am, but it's also gonna be a day where I'm gonna hopefully take on a wife, and if I can't talk about my preference, yo, what is this? Yeah, there's there's definitely a double standard in that because you know be women will say all that saying oh men can't have a preference when it comes to that but then they'll openly say oh i don't want someone who earns less than six figures a year or, so it's definitely or a who's standard. short yeah. or who who doesn't have a bachelor's degree or some stuff like this that's that might be the most stupid one i've heard by the way because what does that mean it means if you ain't got a bachelor you're not educated that's what it means to them okay do you know what i mean it's just Values like that and bitch, you ain't educated. How about that? Ooh, you said it. <laughs> Listen, is bro, it's the truth. What does that mean, bro? I think. Oh, I just realized my mom's gonna be vexed at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I I think with with this scenario, bro, we kind of, bro, you gotta say it with chest. If you've got preference, you gotta say it with chest. The way I just did, or the, even though I regret it now, I said it with chest. Say it with chest, man. Like, I think you, you are entitled to a preference. The same way women have a preference, which a lot of, well, 90% of men don't a- adhere to, we have no. a preference too. <laughs> I know for a fact I don't. Anyway, I'm five foot nine. S- sorry, I meant, I meant six foot nine. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're five foot nine. I guarantee you a girl that's five foot one is going to say, oh, nah, you're not six foot, I don't want you. I know, because it's happened to me before. It's stupid. It's happened to me before. Do you, do you, I don't understand this, you know. How a girl that, that's like 5 foot or 5'11", 4'11", sorry, not 5'11", but moving like a lamppost. 4'11", is asking for somebody that's 6'2". Yeah, I remember one time I was speaking um, I was speaking to someone and she asked me what my height was and it went from, you know... Uh, sentences responses to two word responses oh, after that a long day how, how tall was she oh five like five three i want to say i'll give her the nasty side eye if i see her on the street now From bombastic side <laughs> boy. i don't get this man preferences for men don't exist nowadays it's a joke nah, at least you're not allowed to anyway yeah bro otherwise you'll be on trial <laughs> right We've got two more before we call it day. Yeah, go on. So, this one says, is it easy getting married after divorce? I, 24F, have mentally tapped out of this marriage. Wow, okay. As the username hints, I was moving like Bob the Builder during the first couple of years of marriage. (laughs) Financially providing for a broke man, paying his tuition... Oh, this is from a woman's perspective, sorry. Long story short, he earns more than me now. Doesn't financially support me. Doesn't appreciate the sacrifices I made. Lacks emotional maturity and accountability. He basically wants to move out and only visits me once a month. That's not a relationship. He's not supportive at all. Doesn't help me with housework or finances. I'd feel like I'd rather just live separate than getting divorced. One reason preventing me from ending my marriage is Kids, the prospect of finding another spouse. I have lovely friends who have never been married, excellent careers, struggling to find spouses, and I have a little one. I'm just scared. There you go. Um, 
This is a touchy subject for me. So I'll be very careful with what I say. Yeah. Um. If I'll say this, if you're not happy and he's not supporting you and it don't feel right for you, then leave. It, what it seems to me is that if it if it if it is how she's saying it is, and he's clearly just not providing for her in all the ways that he should, whether it be financially, yeah. you know, mentally, and you know what else, child support. Well, yeah, that too, maybe as well. Then, yeah, right. You gotta leave. It doesn't matter what your friends may the, the think. The way or whatever. I see it is, go. Sorry, bro, my bad. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter what your friends think or whatever. You know, or you feel bad for them. You gotta think about you at the end of the day, and and your little one. There's three things that I, I'm looking at this here. Okay, let's and count. It feels like it it went downhill from the get go. Okay. When. From the first paragraph, she says that she's been financially providing for a broke man, paying his tuition, etc., etc. I think she's lost respect for him years back when she was doing that for him. Yeah. Because, because... How so? She's taking notes of these things and she... Oh, you reckon? Yeah, she's taking a note of it because she wouldn't be bringing it back. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So she... She, it feels like she's done him a favor. Uh huh. I blame the guy for that, and I also blame her. Oh, so, well, for being that, in that position. Yeah, so the guy put himself in a position where he's voluntarily probably allowed a woman to do things for him that he should be doing, and he's gotten away with it for a while. Secondly, he took on the responsibility that he should have took on. A couple of years later, after he's finished his education, sorted out his finances, mm. been emotionally intelligent to to deal with a wife, etc. That's number one. That's his mistake. Going on to her, she also compromised for a guy like that. She accepted that. She settled down. Mm. She's got it all reversed. So back when she was probably younger, and he didn't have nothing. That's where her prime was. And now that she's got a kid, she's 27, and her man's doing better than her. There, the pressure is on, I'll be honest. It is on. Because I'll be honest and truthful, a man doesn't really want to take on someone else's offspring. Yeah, but that's his kid. No, but she wants to get divorced yeah so she, oh you're talking about yeah. oh right sorry yeah the so original her, question yeah, yeah the original bad. question is it easy getting married after divorce oh right, probably okay. not i'll be honest because firstly she's 27 that's not even meant to be old but men that will be around her age or a bit older will look at somebody that's a bit younger 23 24 has no children and be like that's a more of a viable option so it is tough. I would consider that three, four times before I initiate the divorce. It and can be off-putting, yeah, but there is men out there who will no, cater yeah, for that. But, Definitely. But what type of man is it? Because I, I'm a successful man, nine times out of ten, you, there are some men out there that will take on someone else's child. But the likelihood is, is, is significantly dropped. It's very, very hard. 
So I don't know about significantly, but it, 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 there is a drop, yeah, because yeah. not that's not for all men to take on at the end of the day. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's hard, man. There's there's so many factors which depend on it. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it depends, you know. For instance, how old the the child oh, the child is. Sorry, first of all, that's that's a big factor as well yeah. that can go into it. But that, then again, I feel like he must have a reason why he's not. Why is he not supporting her? Or I reckon that he probably is, and she's leaving it out. Well, your guess is as good as mine. So if if my if this man is not adhering to his responsibilities, I think he's a failed individual. You have the right to divorce him if he's not adhering to his responsibilities. Hundred percent. But what, uh, the question is why? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's yeah, well, well, with some man, I guess you never know. That's the issue. Right, last one. Yep, hit me with it. This doesn't even apply for us because we're not even older and we're not married. Listen, all of these questions are about marriage. None of these apply to us. Need advice from brothers who married later in life. I wanted to get married since I was young, but due to factors I don't want to go into, I wasn't able to get married. I'm 26-ish now and still can't get married for a few more years. I lower my gaze and control my desires to the best of my ability. My desire for marriage is very high, but I know I can't marry right now. My worries. By the time I'm ready for marriage, I'll be a completely different person. Right now, I want to do some so many romantic things and go above and beyond for my wife. But I'm worried because I still have to wait a few more years. I'll be dead on the inside, and and what? when I'm ready, and maybe one drive to get married too. If you my enthusiasm for being a good husband will be both gone or diminished. Okay, first of all, that should never go. Um, so that's a problem. Um, why can't he get married? Did he mention that or? Uh, no, he said he didn't want to get into it. But I'm going to oh, assume. Okay. I'm going to assume that it's financial. Financial financial game isn't correct. Uh huh. Probably not ready for the responsibility of a spouse. Yeah, he he probably still looks at home. The, I'm the, guessing the way the way I see it is this person may lack maturity, in a sense. It sounds like it. Yeah. There's different parameters for this. And look, for my fellow brothers, and I'm a young guy, bro, so I shouldn't even be giving advice, but I'm going to give it anyway. We're not running on a body clock. You're not running on a body clock. Mm. You can get married at 30 and still be fine. You'll still be, if anything, you'll be more attractive at 30 than you are 26. If you live your life correctly. Yeah, yeah, if you live your life correctly, take care of yourself. Um, take care of your finances. Somebody once said to me, your 30s is like your 20s as a man, but with more money. Yeah, if you, if you live your 20s correctly, yeah, it can be, yeah. You, that, but that's, again, he's 26. So yeah, he's still well, he's getting, a lot he's of time. Getting there, yeah. So what I would say is, remove the stress aspect of this out of your head because marriage and a good wife is also part of risk, sustenance. Mm. It's already determined. Yeah. Whenever the time is for you to acquire it, it'll come to you. Yeah, just let it happen naturally. That's you can't really go out and chase it. Yeah, chase it. That's literally the word I was gonna like, say. Like yeah. You said earlier, when you chase women, they'll go away. They'll run yeah. away from you. Look, this brother. Sorry to cut you off. This no. brother doesn't sound like the most. And the thing is, as well, I've you know these types of people, you know, who are like nearing thirty, but you yeah. know still has their mum do everything for them the, the, at home the, like you, you you know i'm not saying that this is because he's he's not specifically yeah. said it but 
you you get the you get the feeling that you know this yeah. is the case maybe and you know those types of people like like i said before as well age doesn't equal maturity experience does that's why i wanted to preface that before but yeah in this case you just gotta go up i guess i would say because he's 26 so he's a couple years older than us yeah if you've not already put this into plan i would say you should create a plan and follow it so if you want to say get married by 30 how are you going to do that we live in a day now i'm going to assume that you're you're in the uk one wage don't quit anymore so if i was him i was 26 i'm still not married i need to take that factor out yo i don't run a body clock i don't have one i can get married at 30 35 40 cool do you know what i mean i'd focus on them now make sure that my finances are correct my career's taken in a good direction i'm physically fit i'm on my dean I'm doing the best of my abilities. I'm taking care of my family. I'm living the best I can possibly be. And a wife is a bonus. I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. As a man in your mid to late 20s as he is, if you're making plans along the line which are more than one year ahead, then you're, in my eyes, you're living life wrong because that is such a dynamic time in your life where one event can change almost anything and you're that and you should be that busy in your life you should be where you shouldn't really be thinking for me anyway that far ahead anyway yeah so the fact that that's on his mind so much four years ahead from now when really and truly you should have so much in your life going on right now which should be consuming you you know saving you know looking to move out you know mortgage for houses etc etc saving whatnot why are you thinking four years down the line oh i want to get married by 30 to I, me, that don't really compute. Do you know how I see it, bro? I think I think the opposite way. I think that you should have a plan. No, no, not not five years ahead because you can't predict that. No, I know, but all you can do is plan for five years. This My, is what you want. So go on, you go. The planning is a sense of direction. Yeah. How how do you want your life to be in five years' time? I know what you're gonna say. You you don't know the future. You can't predict it. However. If I am applying five years in advance for something, whatever comes in my way, it's still towards that direction. So if I'm turning right and I face a gorilla, a bear and a German shepherd on the way, I know that that's my destination. I just face struggles. Do you know what I'm saying? But if I took random routes not knowing where i'm going and i'm still facing trouble but it's like yo i'm facing uh, trouble but i don't know where i'm going does that make sense i hear you my thing is that like like your example just then you can't plan that journey ahead because you've got that much in the way what i do is is i make a one-year plan so i i think to myself what's something which is achievable but also a challenge for me as well yeah, because you yeah, know yeah. I want to get somewhere. So, like, put it to your example that you just said, for instance. So you want to get somewhere, but you know you've got a bear, a German Shepherd, and what else was it? A gorilla? You said. Yeah. My plan for that would be take a smaller focus for you to get somewhere where it where it avoids 
those obstacles or you can go through those obstacles but you know one at a time get to a place where you know you are working towards a maybe a future goal in the future yeah but you don't necessarily know what that could be yet because at the end of the day a five-year plan if you make a five-year plan and then by two years you realize to yourself oh Maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Then you just wasted two years. But not really, because you still learn from the two years experience and you've probably accomplished something from them two years. Yeah, but what if it's something very specific and that's not so very transferable? For him, for, for him to want to get married Like, like getting 30, married. Yeah, so for him to, to want to get married by 30, rather than focusing on the girl herself, on who it is, you need to qualify yourself to, to a level. Focus on you, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To, to attract the type of woman that you want to be. Yeah, so if your plan is to get married by 30, make a one-year plan. Oh, I need to earn this amount. I need to save this. Yeah. In the, you know, to build up. Do you get what, do you get but, what I mean? But, but you see one year as a short-term or a long-term goal? Because I still think five years is short-term. You see five years as yes. short-term? That's a crazy because way. The, put it this way. I, I graduate uni now at 22. Yeah. Going into 23. By the time I'm 24, I would have been one year into my field. This podcast might have gained 10,000 followers or subs, whatever. And that will only happen if you subscribe. Yeah. I want to make this the best podcast in, in Manchester. How do I do that? I need to qualify myself intellectually, physically, um, spiritually, but financially to invest into this. The more I learn out there, the more I earn out there, the more goes into this. Yeah. Agreed. So by the time the five years are done, this is the best podcast in Manchester. You can't plan that five years ahead. You can't even no, predict. But, but, you can't even predict. But that's the direction that I'm heading into. Okay, cool. You can have the direction, but that's going to be very vague. You can't put a specific number on what we're going to achieve. No, it's just time. a five-year plan. It's just, obviously, it might be less than five years that this happens. But I've given myself, I, I would say... You can work towards... I, I would argue, and this is where we might actually look and think, all right, you know what? We're on the same page here. Okay. I think the less time you give yourself, the better you perform. Because now you have the pressure element. Less time you give yourself in what, sorry? In accomplishing them goals. So say you might want to increase your wage from 25K to 32K in a year. Okay. You, you could probably do that. Or maybe make it even higher. I want to double my income in one year. That's a... Hard. That's a very steep goal, but uh, hard, yeah, sure. But is it accomplishable? Is it, can you achieve it? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because you've added a time factor into this. I want to achieve this by when? One year. All right. I've got one year to do this. I will focus and dedicate my whole existence into this one year to achieve this, and you will achieve it. If not, you would have been closer to the number if rather than further. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why I think... I guess that's it, one way of looking at it. That's yeah. why I think it's important to have a plan. I think, yeah. For me, I don't really... I don't really... For me, anyway, I don't really believe in, like, long-term plans. I even say this to people all the time. I even say this at interviews as well. I never really have, a, like, a long-term plan because I can never really predict that far ahead. Yeah. All I can predict is what I'm in control of right now and work towards what is in my hands. Yeah. Because... You know, I'm I'm sure many businesses and whatever in, you know, 2019 had five-year plans of, you know, expanding to X amount in, you know, whatever countries. Then COVID happened. Yeah. You can't really plan that, can you? No. 
that messes everything up. But, that but messes that, up your plans. But but that's why I'm saying if I take that certain direction and I face a bear, a gorilla, and a German shepherd or a husky, or whatever, a, a wolf in it. If, if, if the COVID, yeah, well, COVID is may as well you put Khabib in front of you. But that's the direction I'm going. I have to go through Khabib, or I'm I'm not going nowhere. You can work. Okay, let me preface this. You can work towards a certain direction. Yeah. But you can't be in five years' time. You can't put specifics on it uh, or in that case you you very limited specifics i think the the specific aspect and the time aspect is more of a psychological thing to push you further because if i said maybe if i said to you i want to make this the best podcast in manchester it does yeah i guess yeah because that's uh, when? Not very specific. By when? yeah exactly yeah by when yeah true. I'm saying because i could probably do that when i'm 50 30 summit years from now mm. And it's just like, what's the point? But if I say I want to do this within two years, I want to make this the best podcast in Manchester within two years, right? My A game is on. Yeah, I'm figuring out, yo, how am I getting this person on this podcast? How am I investing into this equipment? How do I make this into a better? What can I do to improve myself as a person to provide more value to these people? Isn't that very short-term thinking though? Is it, That's very achievable within the year, is it not? It is. Yeah, but, that's what my point. But five years on, I've got more stuff to talk about because I'm, like you said, I'm only. Are you con- planning on stuff that you're gonna talk about in five years' time? No, but at the same time, in five years' time, I can experience more things. Oh yeah, of course, and but- lead towards certain things that I want to experience to talk about on this podcast. For example, I want to travel within the next two years. Yeah, that's gonna come naturally, though. Um, no, so my point- I don't think it will because I'd have to adhere myself to qualify to go and travel for two years. So the, the the narrative of a plan is very important. And I think I understand what you're talking about when you say you should always plan short term, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. I feel like five years is a short term. That's plan. definitely not short term. I, I think it is. You ask five, literally anyone, five years is not short term. It may term. not be because we see it as a long time, but bro, five years is nothing when you put it this way. Like, yo, I think I've just graduated uni. After uni, what am I going to do? Work a full-time job for, for how long? Why, why am I working a full-time job? I'm going to work full-time job for two years to acquire this amount of money to do this with it. Let me let me prove to you why five years is not short-term. What was your what was your goals five years ago? <sighs> well, how old was I? 17. Get into good shape. Muscular shape. So bearing in mind, seventeen, we seventeen was college, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So well, I, I, you think you think from now to college was short term? Yeah. Because it. Okay, I guess we will have to agree to disagree then. Because, I mean, look, it doesn't change that it's a long time. It is a long time. Fine. So so how is it? So how is it short term then? If it's but, a long time, but because the amount of time that's gonna affect my goals in five years isn't towards like 20 years for me long term is 20 years 10 years 10 years is long term five years is still long term bro that's that's that's, I, I, that's so much life I, you're I living don't, i don't see yes it is but at the same time to accomplish a big goal five years is still short term to acquire like say i want to be a millionaire in five years is it achievable yes yeah, achievable yes. Is that a long-term or a short-term goal? That's a long-term goal I for sure. It, I think that's short-term. 
You think a short-term goal because for you to get, get to right now. Myself, yeah, because for me to put myself in a parameter to achieve a million from nothing, I need to qualify myself in baby steps. So every year is a baby step. To five years. No, every, every year is a single step, not a baby step, I bro. think one year is a baby step because what's changed Hell from last year no. to this year? Hell We've still no. had a podcast, but the only thing that's changed is the studio. Is that's a big step? But it's one step. It's, it's not a baby step, is it? That's it a big is, step. It's it's a baby step. That's a big step, bro. Getting from where we was to this place, that's a big step. That's not yeah, a baby it's step. It's a big, but but I still think that was a short term change. Well, it was within a year. And so then yeah, five years from now to make this the bad podcast is still a short term. Because five years time, how old am I going to be? Twenty seven. Here's my thing, right? <laughs> this is why this is why I can't agree with you. Year on on a year by year basis, like say how I was last year compared to how I was this year, I've not changed that much. Obviously, I've changed a little bit, you know. Ho- hopefully for the better, anyway. Yeah. Five years ago, I can't say that I was even remotely the same person. That Definitely I was. not. I can't say the same either. So that for me can't be short term. If I'm a completely different person, but you didn't know what you knew back then. Of course, you, you, Expe- yeah, because I've you experienced and I've learned but, so much knowledge and gained see, see, some at from 17, that. Seventeen, bro. I went planning five years from now. Right. Um, our camera gave up on that debate as well, as much as we did. Um, let's just agree to disagree. Uh, comments. You decide who's right or wrong. Is five years short term? Is it not? Comment down below. Uh, but yeah, this has been episode forty-one. We're rushing this because the camera is about to die again. So yeah, people. Like, subscribe, follow, all of that. Yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. Cool. Peace. Take care, guys. Okay, bye.